I'm Claire Manship. And I'm Ian Brodsky. And this is The Thing That Happened This Week. The show where everyone brings a story from the past seven days and we break it down. So stay tuned, you don't want to miss it! Why, hello. Hello! Hello, how are you? You look nice today. Thank you, as do you. Oh, thank you. I'm in sweatpants. No, but the shirt that Ian's wearing. So oh. Ian wears baseball shirts, which I do. are very underrated. Thank you. It's very throwback of you, honestly. It is. Like, I don't know. I just li- I just really like them for some reason. But they are very, like, what era was that? The 90s? Sure. Sure. I feel like, right? Like, late 80s, early 90s? Yeah, I mean, like... When I, I think of baseball shirts, I see Bill Pullman in my head wearing them. Sure. Yeah. All right, I'll, He's I'll take it. He's a hottie. Is Bill he? Pullman. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Um, you don't think so? I honestly don't know who he is off the top of my He's head. He's the king of New York and Newsies. He's the guy. He's the brother of the coma guy And While You Were Sleeping. Bill Pullman. I'm going to, like, look this up mad quick. Oh, my God. I know. This is what we're Ian, all dealing really with. you're really letting me down. I know. So, we're recording this on Halloween. We are. Halloween. All Halloween. Halloween. The night when the dead can come oh, back yeah, to totally. Earth. Yeah, totally. Right? Bill Pullman wears baseball shirts. Like, I'm looking at, like, an older Bill Pullman, but it's like, oh, yeah, that was a guy who was definitely a lady killer oh, in his lady day. Oh, lady killer. A Katie Liller. A you Katie know what Liller. I mean? Katie Liller. Katie Liller. Is everyone's best friend and everyone's worst enemy. I know. Doesn't it sound like it? Yeah. That's Deborah's best friend. That is Deborah's That's best Deborah, friend. That's Deborah, but it, but they only talk shit about one another. Exactly. Deborah's best friend is Katie Liller. Star of the Broadway stage, but with less Tony nominations than Deborah. And then whenever they get asked, then why do you then why do you continue to hang out with each other? The answer is because she's my best friend. Well, and also because Deborah needs some competition in her life. Deborah needs some competition, but she can't lunch at Sardi's without someone also recognizable. Yeah. Touche. <laughs> Touche. Just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, All right. I was gonna say, they're not listening to this on Halloween when we are recording it. Correct. So Flash forward to the future. Yeah. Zoom, zoom, zoom. Zoom. What did you do on Halloween? Oh, um, I went to a little party the night before Halloween that went into, I guess, went into Halloween. And then the night of Halloween, I may or may not have gone to watch the parade. How do you say Halloween? Halloween. Halloween. I know, like, it's a little With more ha as opposed to Halloween. But you almost go all the way to, like, hot pot of coffee. Halloween. Halloween. Yeah, that's... This is Halloween. Halloween. Yeah, I, get, I think that's just how I was raised saying it. Like, I that might be a regionalism. I say it with the pat sound. Halloween. 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 Yeah. yeah. Ween for Ween. your peen. Ween. Um, Ween is a yeah, weird sound. It is. So I, that's exciting. Yeah, what did you do on Halloween? On actual Halloween, I didn't do anything. Nice. But the weekend before the Halloween, mm-hmm. I went to a costume party and left early because, okay, this is so petty, but like... I'm very short, mm-hmm. and I don't think, because I have a big personality, a lot of people don't register that I'm actually as short as I am, because I think, like, I take space, like, mm. metaphorically, yeah, or, like, with my energy, or whatever. Yeah. So when I go to a party where I don't know a lot of people, I become very small, mm-hmm. and I just felt, like, overwhelmed. Like, I went to this party, and I was, like, being trampled on, and, like, they just... Oof. Not, like, literal trampled on, but just, like, pushed around and, like, people would squeeze past me like I wasn't even there Mm -hmm. because I'm really short. Like, if you see your friend over my head at the party, you're going to push right past me. And it happened about 100,000 times. That sucks. 
Yeah, it sucks, but it's also like I if I had been drinking and not just like sitting around eating candy and Oreos, I feel like I would have been more down to like push other people sure. <laughs> like, and like really get into like the house party I get that. festivities. Yeah. So it's a little bit petty, but I was there from like eight ish to like eleven thirty ish and was like, I just don't wanna take the train local home. I'm going to get that's, the last express that's train. That's fine, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I, like, said it was about trains, but really, like, I told my best friend who was hosting the party, mm. I was like, Bear, I just, I'm feeling, like, sensory overload about how crowded it is. Mm. And it's really making me anxious. But I told everyone else, I was like, oh, I have to get home before the train. Exactly. I, like, told her, like... Look, I'm just really overwhelmed. I mean, yeah. Well, I guess that's not petty at all. I don't no. know why I'm labeling it as petty. I, I don't know either because I'm like, that's like, even the train reason is perfectly reasonable. Yeah, but I mean, come on. Like, it's not right. that big a deal. How, how far away does your friend live? Like, <laughs> well, she's in Times Square, so it okay. wasn't even like, a, it wasn't even a thing. Like, it's, yeah. either, it's either three stops for me or like, or like 10, 10 stops, stops for me. Yeah, it really yeah. doesn't add that much time. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so I did that, and then uh, I watched some fun Halloween-y kind of movies. Yeah. And TV specials and stuff. And then um, on actual Halloween, I took the kids that I nanny trick-or-treating in their best friend's building. Mm-hmm. So for those that don't live in a big city, I'm sure you might be wondering oh, yeah, how yeah, yeah. kids trick-or-treat in New York. I, I wonder that. So on the west side where I work, there is one street that is very famous for trick-or-treating. It's West 69th Street is the best mm. trick-or-treating on the west side. And kids come from all over the island to trick-or-treat on 69th. Oh. Because for whatever reason, it's like historically the best trick-or-treating in the city besides the West Village. Mm. Because John Street and Jane Street before the parade are also great trick-or-treating. Mm-hmm. So I'm taking the kids to 69th Street with their friends. Then we're going back into... Or I'm, sorry, I'm saying this... I should be saying this in the past, but I'm saying right, it yeah, in yeah. the future. I'm trying to put myself in that mindset, it's too. tonight. Yeah. Back to the future. Okay. So, <laughs> gigawatts! So, I uh, took them to 69th Street, and then I took them back to their friend's building, and then you trick-or-treat door-to-door on each floor. Oh. So, last year, and, and in doorman buildings, you sign up on a list at the doorman's desk if you're going to be giving candy, and then okay. those doors are labeled in the building. Oh, that's so smart. So, people don't want the kids to come, they just, like... Skip over it. Yeah, they skip over it. Nice. Yeah, so last year, I took the kids to the Ansonia, where one of their friends lived, and it's, like, a very famous building with, like, gothic French architecture over, like, 72nd Street. Love it. And when you get inside, it's all spiral staircases, but there's three of them. There's a spiral up the center, and there's two spirals on the side. Fancy as fuck. Yeah, so there's, like, cool, like, pictures to be taken, and, like, it's a little spooky with these, like, wrought irons, like, spinny stairs. It was really fun. And obviously, these doorman buildings, they dress up, you know. For Christmas especially, but Halloween, they also put cobwebs on everything. Yeah. And um, some people get really into it and, like, will invite the kids into their apartment or their townhouse. And it's, like, a scary, like, Mm -hmm. haunted mansion. It's cool. It's really cool. Nice. I feel like New Yorkers do Halloween really well in a way that, like, only we can do. Yeah. Yeah. Because I never had a Halloween, like, in the city, like, as a kid. Like, I grew up in suburbia. So it was very traditional in that sense. But I had never, like... I'd wondered how they pull that off, but that like that makes perfect sense to me. Yeah, it's really really cool, and um, it's great because as a nanny, I'm one of like the grown ups, 
And so I don't actually have to take the kids on the trick-or-treating. You just, like, station yourself at one family's apartment and, like, party and just let the kids run the building. They're not going to leave the building. yeah, yeah. We don't walk them door to door. Like, they're as long as they're not little ones, like, they can walk themselves anywhere in the building and just come back to their apartment. They know where they live. Yeah. So, yeah, it's really great. You don't have to do anything. That's awesome. That's awesome. (laughs) Yeah, so it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. Nice. Or it was fun. It was fun. God, it was is, so great. It was so trippy. Yeah. Do you have a favorite costume that you yeah, have worn in the past? I do. Um, Wait, favorite adult costume and favorite kid costume? Ooh. Honestly, like, this is so fucking theater nerdy. <laughs> as a kid, I, like, outdid myself going as the Phantom of the Opera one year. Whoa. Yeah, like, I found, like, this, like, cape and mask set. And, like, I dressed in, like, my, like, concert attire. Okay. And, like, it was awesome. And then you Michael Crawford did the I shit. Did, out of I did. I did. Um, so that was like age twelve or something. Mm-hmm. And then twelve. Interesting. How late did your parents let you trick or treat into oh, I tri- life? I trick or treated until college. Whoa! Like, I, like I, th- I remember going maybe like if not seventeen, then definitely sixteen. We were done trick or treating at twelve. Really? Thirteen was too old. Like really? we could go to a party. And we could go with our friends, but mm-hmm. we weren't allowed to take candy at the door. Like, we could, like, take oh. our friends' little siblings and, like, walk the neighborhood with them, but we were not allowed to accept candy what? after 12. Oh, no. We were just, like, free candy, done. Oh, yeah. Well, parents in our neighborhood, like, wouldn't... They'd be like, aren't that's you a so, little old for this? Like, that's so interesting. Yeah. So we, so we were, like... There, but there was also, like, a Halloween parade in town. Like, there were other mm, things we could do. That's cool. There was fun stuff. Yeah. And then as an adult... Um, my friend Brittany, um, when we were dating in college, she looks a lot like Ellen Page. So when we were dating, we were Juno and Bleecker for Halloween <laughs> oh, one year. fun. Jessica Alba was Juno at a party this yeah? past weekend. Yeah? I have to check that out. Yeah, she looked so um, pretty. <laughs> yeah, so like, so like, I love that. Like, I love costumes that like, to me are just funny. Like, this year I was a Cub Scout. Just yes. because I had the I had the shirt. We talked about up. it on the show. We did, we did. And, um, and I bought like the remaining pieces I didn't have. Yeah. But... Like, like that to me is just funny. So, like, I loved it. Oh. Yeah. Hey, shout out to my Aunt Kathy who listened to the last episode and sent me a picture of her old, um, like, I don't know if it was a brownie or a Girl Scout. It was, like, a wilderness explorer outfit. Uh-huh. Like, whatever chapter they had in her town. Mm-hmm. She, like, still has it. Oh, my. That's great. I know. It was really cute. She's like, I, I just listened that. to the show. Oh. Yeah. That's great. We have new listeners from my family because of the email I sent. Oh, that's amazing. For the Christmas exchange. Yes. Woo! What, what? What about your favorite costumes? When I was a kid, I was Madeline a couple of years. Yes. And it was scarily accurate. I my believe My mother it. made me a felt hat that like stuck out just like Madeline. And I would walk behind my brother when he, like, my brother had an amazing, one year I was Madeline, mm-hmm. and he was Spaceman Spiff of Calvin and Hobbes, uh-huh. and I used to walk behind him, and he'd be like, Claire, why are you walking behind me? And I'd be like, because there were two little girls in rows, like, <laughs> like, like, You were committed. Like a psycho, yeah, like, literal, <laughs> So then um, that, and then as an adult, I made a really wonderful Rosie the Riveter when I was in college. Oh, cool. Like, my friend had worked at ExxonMobil and, like, gave me part of his, like, work uniform. Sweet. And I took fierce photos. I had a victory curl on my forehead and, like, my hair up in a bandana, and I felt, I mean, fierce. Like, I've never, I've never felt, it's funny, 
it was a very modest costume and I felt sexy as hell. And I feel like that's the mark of... Right? Yeah. Because you're confident and you're like, I'm fucking rocking this. Yeah. So that's why when I go to a party where I don't know really anyone but the host, I just like, I don't know. I don't feel confident at all. Yeah. And it was weird. At the party I was at this past weekend... Everyone came in like the slutty version of whatever they were, like right. slutty Statue of Liberty. Oh my God! Did you see what? this morning? What the listeners are hearing this a week later? Wendy Williams fainted live. I on her saw show that. Was, I saw that. Oh my God! It was so crazy. I watched oh the clip. It was so crazy. I saw it on Twitter. Yeah. So anyway, someone came as slutty Statue of Liberty. That's why I thought of Wendy Williams. Yeah, Not because yeah, yeah. she's slutty, but because she was dressed she was as, as the Statue, Statue of, of Liberty. Liberty when she fainted, which. It's not funny, but her eyes, when she realizes what happened, like what's happening, makes me realize that this 50-year-old woman has never fainted before. I fainted yeah. a few times in my life. I've never fainted. When you feel it after you've had it happen one time, you know. Okay. Like, you know what's about to happen, and you just like sit down and put your head between your knees, and it doesn't really happen. Yeah. But the first time, I remember feeling like that, where you're like, what's going on? What's going on? Your eyes get bigger and bigger, and then suddenly you wake up and you're on the floor. Oh my God. Yeah, it's crazy. So, oh yeah, so at the party, uh, well, I'll swing it back. Thus endeth the, the first, first tangent. tangent. Sorry, Wendy Williams, feeling for you, girl. Yeah, feel better. Hey, girl. Hey, girl. So, uh, at the party, like, there was, like, girls dressed as slutty cats and slutty this and slutty that. And the host of the party, one of the hosts of the party, my best friend Julie, went as one of the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Not mm-hmm. an inherently slutty costume, but provocative. Yeah. And I was there in... <laughs> A full sweatsuit in gray, gray Uggs, an apron, a toque, which is a chef's hat, uh-huh. mouse ears, and mouse makeup. And it might have been, compared to everyone else, the frumpiest thing in the room. And I thought it was really cute, but like felt really weird at the party. Because like, you're Ratatouille? Yeah, I was Remy. I just didn't get, I don't know, I, I didn't get the slutty memo. Like, I feel like Katie Heron at the Halloween party. Oh, uh, yeah. I don't know. I just didn't get the memo that like we were still doing that. Right. Like, it's I felt like, like, it's like, like we're just, all in our 20s. Like, I feel like that was uh, a college thing, right? Yeah, that's a college thing. Like, if you're ballsy enough, like... A handful of girls would go, like, pretty provocatively dressed throughout high school. Yeah. Um, but even in college, I would be, like, a covered-up Robin Hood. Like, I yeah. didn't really, like... Yeah. One year, I went as June Cleaver. Do you mm-hmm. get it? Cleaver? No. A cleaver, like a giant, like, knife. Yeah. I mean, I got that part of it. June Cleaver, the mom from Leave it to Beaver. Oh, uh, okay. See? It has been a long time since I've thought about Leave it to Beaver. You are very Beaver Cleaver. Beaver Cleaver. Yeah, you are very... Cleaver. Oh, my God. And that new movie of Leave it to Beaver where Eric Von Detten played the older brother. Uh-huh. <gasps> Hottie. That was like that was like mid-90s, right? Yeah, like the same year as Brink. Yeah. Brink! Um, It's funny because I've thought about like, doing like guy versions of sexy costumes. Yeah. But like it's just like short shorts and like tight shirts. But like it's not like the same aesthetic or anything, but it just like tickles me. Oh, my God. I want two really hot guys to go as Billy and Steve next year. From Stranger Things. Oh, so uh, okay. There's a new I get character that. this season. I haven't watched it yet. I need to he's catch up. He's a horrible person, but he's <laughs> sexy as hell. <laughs> um, okay, wow. We've talked for almost 20 minutes. Cool. I may cut some of this, but... Whatever. We should go to... <gasps> the, the thing that happened this week. week. Like three weeks in a row going first. Should I go first please again? Do. Yeah, please do. Okay. 
This past Halloween, mm-hmm. I made some bread. So, Ooh. bread, go on, go bread on. is very hard to make. Okay, for those that don't know, everything you think is in bread is in bread. There's a little bit of egg. There's a bunch of flour, maybe some baking soda or some salt or, um, you know, just normal plain things. And then this one happened to be a chocolate bread with chocolate chunks. So there was a bunch of cocoa powder in it, right? So I mix it up. Looks really good, right? And then what you do is with a bunch of flour, you knead it for a little while. Knead it with a K. You can knead it. (laughs) And then you put... This is the hard part about bread. You have to ball it up and put it in a greased bowl and let it prove. Now the proving is when the yeast is activated and growing, right? And those proteins are like building up. You let it prove for like an hour and a half. Then it will have doubled in size. You cut it in half or however many sections you need and then you put it in what it's going to bake in and you let it prove again for another hour or hour and a half or however long it says then it doubles again and you put it in the oven now (laughs) i messed up oh (laughs) after the first proof the recipe said to punch down the dough before separating but apparently it it means punch it once But I punched it down like four or five times and blew out all the air that I had let it prove for the first hour and a half. Oh, okay. So when I put it in the tins and it didn't rise anymore, it's because the yeast had been deactivated when I punched it too hard. Mm. So part of the issue is that Southern Living needs to put in their cookbooks that you only punch it once. Once. But um, it tastes great. It just is very dense like I'm cutting into it and it like is not bread it's like a donut it's Mm -hmm. like just thick with no bubbles in it but I was really proud of myself because I made bread for the first time without a bread maker ever yeah and technically it is bread it's just not very aerated so that is what I did this that's amazing you think so yeah even though I fucked it up so and did it taste good yeah, it tastes pretty good. There you go. Like, for me, that's a success. Like, I am not a baker, and I, I, my range of, like, things that I cook is rather limited. Yeah. So when I, I know, so when, like, someone tells me, like, yeah, I made this bread from scratch, or, like, I made these cookies from scratch, I'm like, that's amazing, because, like, that's stuff I just can't do, but I think, like, that's, that's fine, like, it I love was, that. It was pretty fun. I felt bad because my roommate came home with a friend and I was just like standing in the kitchen like waiting for fries. <laughs> it was really weird. And also when I went to the grocery store to buy the ingredients for this particular, these loaves of bread, I went into an express line and there was an older woman that was like in line in front of me that like was waiting for someone in her family to bring something she forgot to the checkout. Mm-hmm. And so she kept yelling at the cashier because she maybe was hard of hearing, but she was like, uh, I'm not ready to check out yet. And the woman was like, okay, well then you need to move out of the way. And she's like, I can't, I'm old. And I was standing behind her. I was like, ma'am, is it all right if I just pass my items over your items to the cashier? And she goes, yeah, but don't touch my items. I'm not ready to check out yet. And How old are we talking? Hmm. Late 70s, early okay. 80s. Yeah. 
up there. She was a Harlem mama, you know. Mm-hmm. She probably runs her block, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Everybody knows her. And yeah. while we were sitting there, people were, like, waving to her as they walked by. They were like, hey. And she's like, hi, honey. Yeah. So-and-so's getting the juice I forgot. And I was like, oh, my God, this is a lot. And This I, was at her, um, a supermarket up here? Supermarket, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Superfood Town. Superfood Town. Food Town. Yeah. There couldn't be a worse name for a grocery store. It says exactly town? what it thinks it is. Super Food, food town. town. I would say Sea Town is a slightly worse name. But Sea Town doesn't... I don't think it's a big deal because you don't know what the C stands for. You know what I mean? All right. But Super Food Town is so literal that it almost like ruins the effect. I get that. And thus endeth. The, the second, second tangent. tangent. Ian was yawning. I was. When I'm I sorry. prompted that. Um, have you ever? Do you bake? Do you bake at all? Not really. I mean, like every so often, do like if bake, I bake, man. Do, do I you bake, bake man? at all? <laughs> <laughs> um, One time, someone in college confused that for me when I invited them over to bake, and they thought I yeah. meant to come over and smoke a bowl, and I literally was just making muffins. I was. I'm gonna. I that la- last week. Words. Uh, words. Words are hard. Last week during Halloween, um, I was at this friend's party and I was like eating, I was eating like all these cookies and then my friend leans over to the <gasps> host oh, and no. goes, wait, are these weed cookies? And apparently she said no. And then my friend walks over to me and I go, these aren't weed cookies, are they? And she goes, oh, no, 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 not at all. That's why I asked. And I'm like, thank God, because I've had four. Yeah. Well, at the Halloween game night that I was at, someone made brownies and gave one to me, and I took a bite of it, and she was like, these are my special brownies. And I was like, wait, what? And she was like, oh, I mean, it's a special recipe. And I was like, don't let someone take a bite and then prompt yeah, that they might that, be blazed. Yeah. Fuck you. Yeah. I was like, be a little more dramatic. Preface Jeez. it with, these are my special brownies. So then you can go like, oh, maybe not for me. And then Nick is like, no, I bake them with love. Um, so yeah, it was just weird that like she, and then every person after that, she was like, these are my cheesecake brownies. And I was like, why couldn't you have said that to me? You really, like, hello? Freaked, you really freaked me out. Yeah. Well, but damn. You, you don't do a lot of baking. I don't. I mean, like, I like it. And I'm excited because my roommate, my my new roommate. Hey, uh, Morgan. Hey, Morgan. My, um, when she was, like, planning on moving in, she's like, I'm bringing a lot of baking stuff, so I hope you like brownies and cookies. And I was like, this is going to work. Whoa. Yeah. You're going to get fat. I'm going to get soy fat. Soy fat. Soy yeah. fat. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, that was my thing that happened this week. That's, I made some bread. I learned some fun. lessons. Cool. Yeah. Nice. Is it my turn? Now? It is your oh, turn. It is now. my turn. Okay. Wait. We need theme music. We need theme music. Aw, thanks, Means Well. Oh, <laughs> thanks, Means Well. Um, as if they were like in my living room behind us, like ready to play us I out. I really that would have be wanted cool. to get them on the show as guests for a while. Yeah. But they're so busy and play music so much. That That's I don't know great, when though. it would ever happen, but I'll figure it out. Cool. Um, yeah, we will. Let's figure that yeah, out. Yeah, let's figure um, it out. Um, <sighs> so what happened to me this week... <laughs> Sorry, I yawned. Claire yawned while I was prefacing that. Um, well, you yawned when I finished up my thoughts. Exactly. I passed the yawn to you. Ugh. <laughs> um, so, like, mine was a little thing that just stood out to me this week. So I was in rehearsal... And um, the character I'm playing is um, one of three, like, siblings. A murderer. A murderer, yes. <laughs> no, um, no. Um, he's an artist, so same thing. Um, <laughs> no, um, but um, I play this artist, and one of the other characters is my brother. And the actor who plays my brother is from London. So, like, we, like, 
The actors from London. The actors from London. Sorry, yeah. That's good to differentiate. Um, no, no, no. You said that. I was just cl- I was just saying it for myself. Okay, cool. The actor who plays your brother... Is from London. Is from London. And so, at one point during, like, we're, we're doing, like, work sessions, and, like, we're just sort of working moment by moment on certain things. And we're off to the side, and I walk over to him. He holds out, like, his fist, like, as if we were about to do a fist bump, which sure. we do, and then he goes, safe. And I'm like, what? And he goes... Yeah, that's kind of like saying what's up, like, to, like, your mate. Safe? Yeah. Like, in baseball? Yeah. Like, and that's, like... But do they mean it that way? No, like, in London, that's just their, like, colloquialism for, like, what's up? Like, if I were to what? fist... Like, if I were just to fist bump you and be like, like, sup? Like, do we have any British version. listeners that can confirm or deny this? This literally happened to me this week. Weird. Yeah, and, like... Like safe, yeah. Like it's a, just sort See, of a general I, acknowledgement. I wonder if he knows what safety means in America because that's very different. It is, but then I got, but then like that led into like an exchange of lingo because this has happened before when I was filming Begin Again. Kira Knightley was talking to <laughs> name drop. I know, I know. Heads up, listeners. No, just kidding. Um, these are so, Ian's peers and co-workers, so... Yeah, from once upon a time. Um, and so, so Kira, Different show. You were never on that. I know, I wasn't. <laughs> That's not running anymore, is it? No, it is. It's oh, still okay, on. Yeah, cool. Yeah, it's still on. So, if you've seen the movie, there's the band, and that includes uh, Kira, myself, Shannon Marie Walsh, friend of the pod. Hey, Shannon. Um, and uh, my friend, our friend David, who was on Keys, and Kenna and Harvey. And Kenna and Harvey are these, like, two like, big black gentlemen who are from the city. And, like, they have, like, the biggest personalities and they are the most, like, friendly, awesome individuals. Um, and they were doing exactly that with Kira and James Corden. So, at one, like... One doing point exactly I, what? The lingo exchange. So, like, okay. at one point I walk Colloquial over... Colloquial understanding. Exactly. Okay. So, at one point I walk over and um, uh, Harvey is like, so if... Uh, so if you walk up to someone and they say, what's up? You, your response is, chillin'. And so... What? Yeah. And chillin'? Chillin'. What if I'm not chillin'? Why is that the I don't answer? Know. I don't know. That was just like the situation they gave. And then in return, Kira would be like, so like everything... And my British accent is very out of practice. Like <laughs> every, everything over there is lovely. Like you have to say it's lovely. And then James like, oh yes, everything's lovely over there. And so... Lovely. Yeah. Like, like, how's your tea? It's lovely. Whenever so, I hear the word lovely, I think of the 97 parent trap. The lovely girl, horrid habit. What have you yes. done with my daughter? <laughs> yes. Lovely girl, horrid, horrid habit. habit. So, so then, like, the next day, like, we would walk up on set to each other, and, like, Harvey would be like, Yo, Kira, what's up? And she'd go, Oh, I know this one. I'm, I'm chilling. And oh it was my God. so wonderful. And then, like, <laughs> I, and then one night, um, and then one night, like, we were... Uh, filming super late so like that that conversation continues and I go yeah then you also have like I like which is all right but like a relaxed like all right and so it's like yeah all right and then like Hannah Harvey goes yeah like how you doing I'm all right and like and then I I chime in with or the classic hey Macarena I and then Kira (laughs) just looks at me and goes no whoa (laughs) and then we all burst out laughing sick burn right um so then like that is exactly what I thought of when my friend Rupert is like, yeah, so like, like you bump your fist, you go safe. Like His that's... name is Rupert? Yeah. Oh my he's super, God. He's really great. Like, I love that kid. 
Um, is he single though? No, sorry. Is he gay? No. Well, that doesn't help my feelings. I'm, you say no. yes. You say yes. Oh, he's sorry, gay. Sorry, sorry, sorry. We'll revisit this. He's unavailable this. because he's gay. Sorry, my bad. Uh, is, that's... He, is he? Is he single? Yeah. No, you say no. No. Well, is he gay? Oh, as de- as gay as the day is long. Oh, oh well, then great. Good yeah. for him. <laughs> um, <laughs> and so then we were leaving rehearsal. And I go, okay. So in exchange, I'm going to leave you with. Uh, I'll leave you with this. So like, if you're like in the middle of a conversation and someone says something that, like, wait, it test could be... me, test me. I want to see if I get it right. So. Someone says something that, like, you just flat out agree with or they say something that's kind of obvious or just super factual. Like, what would you say? Sure. Sure. What, what we have been well, saying... right. Yes. True. But what we have been I saying... I know, at, right? Is I that know, the answer? Right. No. Oh, damn. Um, that's a good one, though. Um, but what I taught him, which was, like, the stuff that the people at Fancy Best Buy were, like, saying that I picked up, was if you were to say, like... Um, Something like uh, the Mean Girls night, like not Mean Girls. Um, the Parent Trap movie from 1997 is like iconic. My response would be facts. Oh, see, I don't use facts. I do um, facts, and uh, his like before I even got there, he was like, "Oh, you say word," and I was like, "Word, huh?" And I was like, "Well, yes, you could say that." But Maybe another it was one is 2001. Facts. I'd say word. No, I still say that, yo. Also, yo at the end of a sentence is weird. Like, I say it, yeah. Yeah, I mean, no, like, uh, no judgment because you use it and it sounds normal. But if I were to be like, yeah, seriously, yo, like, it sounds yeah. fucking weird. <laughs> <laughs> it does, like, and I, and like, I don't know, like, that's just like, but see, yo, that's like, yo at the end of a sentence is almost the equivalent of I know, right? Exactly. But only the person who presents the information can say I know, right? So if I say the parent trap from 97 is the best movie ever and you say totally agree or you say facts and I can say I know, right? Exactly. Only I get to say that. If you say I know, right? Yeah. Sounds weird. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Facts. Facts. See, Um, it sounds weird when I say it too. Like you you have to find... You say it too. Say it again. Facts. You don't pronounce the C very much, so it sounds like you're saying facts. facts. Like facts. Facts. Like Because I also like <laughs> I also don't want to be like facts, B. Facts. Yeah. Facts. What was the word we were saying a few episodes ago? Oh hects. Hects. Like Jessica Hects. Oh god, hects yeah. by Macy's. Exactly. Well, I really like that thing that happened this week. Yeah, so like that was fun. So like safe, weird, safe. and like and then like the other night at rehearsal, like we were doing a run, and then like I walk over like towards him to make my next entrance, and I just go safe, and he's like, yeah. <laughs> oh, you can use it like that too. I don't know. I tried it. Um, huh? Weird. Or oh no, we did fist bump then. So like then I was able to be like safe. Huh. Um, but yeah, I don't like that very much. I mean, to like, be honest, I don't know if I would end up using it because like even like like. Facts, it took me a minute to, like, catch on to it. Um, but, yeah, so, like, it was that little exchange of lingo, and, like, I've, I love that stuff, like... That sounds weird to me. Yeah. Like, yeah, I don't, I don't like it very much, but I'm glad that he does. I'm yeah. glad that you do. Yeah. And then, right? Yeah, and then, like, expanding on that, like, if you're talking to, like, one of your good, like, close buddies, you'd be like, yeah, facts, B. B? Yeah. What's a B? It's just, like, it's just, like, friend, like, buddy. Like, yeah, like... Facts, buddy. Oh, see, when I think of someone as a B, it's bitch. That's all, like, it's all, it can be used interchangeably, but, like, if you're talking to someone that, like, you're close with, you're not, like, well, maybe it would be like, facts, bitch, but. 
Weird. Yeah, see, I don't use any it's of these very, phrases that you're teaching him. It's very New York. Like, I don't want to say, like, it's very New York or you don't get it, but, like, it's a very, like, lower New York idea. I like, mean, it's I've a been very living New- here seven, eight years now, and I, I feel mean, like, like this I, is, I feel like I haven't heard it from anyone but you. Like, that's what I, this is what I grew up with. Like, yeah, so you don't... Word and yo and, Well, like, word, everyone said word, but, but like, yeah. back, I don't know, closer to, like, 9-11 word was a thing. So I, I just grew up saying word, right, you know? Yeah. I don't think any of these are applicable, and you might be teaching him things that are only regionally specific, so he's going to travel. Be, they might be he's regionally gonna, specific, yeah, but... Yeah, he's going to go somewhere but, else in America. He's going to go to L.A. or something, and they're going to be like, what the fuck are you talking about? But, <laughs> but then he's going to say, I learned it in New York, and they're going to be like, okay, yeah, I get it. Oh, probably not. I don't know. Hey, he learned it from New York, and that's all that matters. You may have steered him wrong. I'm going to be I honest. I did not. Maybe I know ste- for a no, fact. No, no, but maybe he steered you wrong. Maybe he only... Maybe they're only doing this safe thing in London. Maybe. Or maybe lovely is only a London thing. Maybe. I've only been to London and I've only, like, and the only people that I've, I've had this these conversations with, ironically enough, now that I think about it, are from London. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm still not going to let that take away the immense joy I got out of this conversation. I really like that you have bonded with Rupert. Thank you. Rupert. Yeah, he's great. Rupert. Um, Rupert. Yeah. Funny, funny name. Yeah. Does he say it with a hard R, Rupert? No, he, no. Because Rupert? Rupert. Um, Rupert. 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 Like, because he doesn't have like a Cockney accent. But it, but does he aspirate the T, Rupert? Rupert? He might. He might. We really have deconstructed the entire English language in the in process this, of yeah. about seven minutes. Mm-hmm. Good for us. I know we really did. We really did the Lord's work. Yes, we did. High five. Yeah. Okay, quiz time. Quiz time. Am I going first? Sure. Okay. What are you obsessed with? I am obsessed with the David Pumpkins Halloween special that aired last Saturday night. Um, It was really funny and just really well made. Interesting animation and funny jokes and I don't know the whole thing rhymed and it was it was really enjoyable I've been meaning to check it out there were a couple of musical numbers one where there <laughs> where David S. Pumpkins goes to scare some kids with a spooky song but he never starts singing and the joke is that they are scared of him because the music keeps building but nothing happens like he doesn't say anything and it's just like creepy music building I love that yeah it was just really meta it commented on itself a lot and uh, it was funny yeah liked Mm -hmm. it loved it obsessed with it cool Um, would you rather yeah drink nothing but the same Starbucks order every meal for the rest of your life okay or only drink water for the rest of your life mmm I only drink water for the rest of my life. Yeah? If I kept drinking coffee, I'd have the jitters and I'd die young. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> that makes sense. I'm not good at this game. So, uh-huh. water. That is um, my answer. Great. Final answer, Alex. What are you watching slash listening to? Alex, did I mean Regis? Regis. Oh, I didn't even, didn't even face me. You blew right past blew it. Blew right past it. I was like, yeah, that makes sense. Um, what are you watching slash listening to? Oh, yeah. Um, so finally watched Hocus Pocus for the season right before Halloween came about. So I got it in under the wire. Nice. Uh, I also watched Girls Trip. 
on the recommendation Ooh. of everyone and their mother, but particularly yeah. friend of the pod, Tim Murray. Mm-hmm. And he's right. Tiffany Haddish is a gift. And I she's going to host her. SNL in two weeks. I know. I oh love her. Oh, my God. It's going to be great. I fucking love her. It's going to be great. It's going to yes. be great. Tiffany Haddish and it's going to be great. Where did um, you watch it? Uh, on iTunes. Nice. Yeah, it's not streaming yet, but okay. I really just wanted to rent it for five ninety nine. Why not? So that and um, what am I listening to? What am I listening to? I just recently got back into this song from George of the Jungle. Do you remember that movie with Brendan Fraser? I, I mean, I remember Leslie it. Mann? I remember it, but like I probably only saw it like once so when a, it came out. Can I reenact this song? Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. It's called Dela, and it's when. Leslie Mann realizes that she's falling in love with George of the Jungle. And it's like, uh, oh my god. So the so the main part of the song is like, Dela, say Dela, mama say Dela. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I work for you. Yeah. But the best part is um, these drums come in, right? It's like a little bit of like... Um, uh, Caribbean drum. What do they call mm-hmm. that? Where it's like aluminum uh, drums? The steel drums. Steel drums. That's right. And it's like dugga 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 dugga. Uh, I've been waiting for you all my life, hoping for a miracle. I've been waiting all my life. I burn for you. And I've like, like been listening to it like. Pah, 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 yeah. Pah. And it's also like a really good rhythm for walking in New York. So, mm-hmm. uh, uh, uh. So, love it. Yeah, love that song. And also. Um, what do I do by Sam Phillips? Sam Phillips is uh, the like music supervisor and creates all of the music for Gilmore Girls, mm-hmm. and um, they have a very like iconic sound to that show where all of the music is Sam Phillips singing la la la, and they're all like in like five different themes throughout the show, huh. and. Um, one of the only times that they have a needle drop in the show that's that's her music from her like separate solo career is uh, close to the end of season one, and it's called What Do I Do? Okay. And it's just a really lovely song. That's so great. hey, Sam Phillips. Awesome. Yeah, she's a genius. Awesome. Um, last person you texted? Not me. Hmm. Pretty sure it was Julie, my best friend. She mm-hmm. wrote me Happy Halloween, and I wrote back to you too. <laughs> Simple to the point. Yes, because this is happening on, on Halloween. Halloween. Cool. And finally, final question of the day. Mm-hmm. One person you may may or may not know, living or dead, who you wish well. I would like to wish well um, actor, singer, and savant Anthony Rapp. Yes. Um, I first of all really commend him for coming forward about being sexually assaulted by Kevin Spacey as a minor. Mm-hmm. But. I also want to like hammer home the fact that not only is this man as a victim having to have kept this a secret for himself for so long out of fear and out of like social normativity and a million other reasons, but also because as a gay man, Anthony Rapp was made to believe that if he brought this to light, he would be outing another gay man. Yeah. And that is a huge responsibility and a heavy burden and it's no one's place to ever out another person Mm -hmm. and to live his own truth he had to do pretty much the most unforgivable thing in the lgbtq community which is to out another person yeah really just in life it's an unforgivable thing but particularly in that brother and sisterhood um yeah in a public setting forum yeah and i mean i can't even get into how Kevin Spacey handled it, but I really commend Anthony Rapp for living his truth and shining a light on something that is 
unbelievably prevalent in our business never to align pedophilia with homosexuality because they are not one and the same and they do not not walk hand in hand. But there is a lot of negative sexual energy in our business Yeah, where one person has all the power and the other person has to keep it a secret. It's power, yeah. Yeah. So, uh... Anyway, all love and light and energy to you, Anthony Rapp. I fucking love Anthony Rapp. I like him a lot, he too. He is one of my favorite, like, theater actors, if not actors. Yeah, well, and I feel like in our business, he really was one of the first guys to become famous for not being hot. Like, for being genuinely, like, like good. Like, every Yeah. <laughs> like, being, being as young as the hot young guns and still, like, bringing the noise. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean, like, I mean, Mark Cohen is, like... He is Mark Cohen. Yes, he but, like, is Mark everything Cohen. he's done is just like so. Like he's just so fucking talented. And like the like the one time I met him in passing, he was super cool. Like yeah, I passed him once on the street, and he yeah. seemed he seemed lovely, lovely. Yeah. He was lovely. He was lovely. <laughs> See, everything um, is lovely. Everything is lovely. Yeah, no, everything is lovely. Yeah, and, <laughs> like I like and I and my I don't want to say my career, but like as an actor, I look up to him, like. So much. Oh, you're very much the same type. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. For sure. I'll be prepping an audition. I'll be like, Anthony Rapp hands. Like, Yeah, what would Anthony Rapp do in this situation? Yeah. Yeah. What would Anthony Rapp do? W-W-A-R-D. Ward. Ward. <laughs> I think that's our episode title. Sure, why not? Yeah. All right, Ian Brodsky. Yes. What are you obsessed with this week? I'm obsessed with Duolingo this week. I Duolingo. I love Duolingo. Um, Duolingo is fun to say. It is. Duolingo. Um, so I've been brushing up on my French, and um, they they released the beta for Japanese. Ooh. So I started on that, and like. So you speak it fluently now. Exactly. So um, I will be moving <laughs> to Japan any day now. Um, no, but like, and I think it's a beautiful language, and like, I'm slowly learning it because it is so different than like uh, Western languages. Yes. Like even just in the structure, but like I'm like. I, I love it. Like, that's my break from, like, life. <laughs> like, from the things that I have to take care of. That's so, great. Pretty yeah. soon you'll be watching Naruto and... In the original tongue. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Exactly. Um, do you like how the only thing I could think of was Naruto? <laughs> I'm, I'm cool with it. Yeah. Let me think of one more. Pokemon. Okay. Oh, yes. Cool. <laughs> oh, that would be fun. Yeah. That would be fun. Wait, let me think of one more that's, that's, that's not that. Um... Sailor Moon. Okay. Ooh, yes. Kaboom. Kaboom. That's Japanese, right? Sailor Moon is Japanese. It is, because yeah. it's all um, anime. I think I'm speaking Japanese. I think I'm learning Japanese. I, I think, really I think, think so. so. Yeah, and like, I, like, this might be unrelated, but like, I have worked with, it's somewhat related, but like, I've worked with like, a large number of Japanese women in my business. Sure. Like, in my, like, in my career. Japanese um, or Japanese American? Both. Okay. Like, like, from Japan and Japanese American. Okay. But like, like, I have been on the side of many conversations while they're, like, talking to each other, like, in Japanese. I'm like, sounds great. <laughs> I concur. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The next time someone's speaking in a foreign language on the bus or the subway, I'm going to walk up and be like, right, am I right? I've thought about doing that so many times. <laughs> or, like, walking up and be like, Phew. Whoa, drama. Just <laughs> like, to, like, throw shade and see Right, what just to be like, I hear you. Yeah, like, but see, if like, you did that's it, like so, like, but if you did that, they think that you were doing that because they're speaking in a foreign language. Oh, so go, that's true go too. Go cautiously with that second one. Exactly. Okay, that's fair. Like, just something like I've always thought about. Like, how can I walk up and just like, just be like, hmm, mm-hmm. Well, if they start laughing, just start laughing hysterically and do that thing where you touch your nose. Like, I agree. Ha ha ha. 
I see you over there speaking. Ha, 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 ha. Ian doesn't like when I do that face. It's it's amazing and frightening and I'm all for it. (laughs) Question number two. Would you rather paint every wall of your house neon green Mm. or every wall of your house neon pink? They both sound fine. Mm. I think I would go with neon green just because I like green. Sure, I like, like green, green is too. one of my favorite colors. So like, I would ha- I would not be opposed to coming home and being like, this space is green and I love it. Can you imagine though if you had a stressful day and you come home and that's just waiting like, for you? And like that's like yeah, <laughs> right. That'd be like how I felt at that Halloween party. Like it's just too much. I have to go. It's too much. <laughs> I can't escape it. Question number three: What are you watching slash listening to? Um, I caught up on some Nerdist podcast episodes. They have this, um, no, not even just Nerdist. Like, so I listened to this great NPR happy hour interview with Tom Hanks. Yes. And, um, a great, uh, Nerdist interview with, uh, Greg Kinnear. Mm-hmm. Um, and what have I, I've been listening to just like some of the same like classic stuff. Like I was talking about my new obsession with Damien Rice last week. So I've been listening to him. Um, lots of random things that have just come up through the Apple music, like, like around the pike yeah Yeah. um and i've been watching i caught up on big uh nick kroll's big mouth today okay which was fun um i've been working my way through bojack horseman um i was watching last week tonight before you got here um because i fucking love john oliver um but when i came in frozen on the television was yeah it was snl yeah so um i'm gonna i'm gonna watch that again once you leave um because why the fuck not (laughs) Once you get the fuck out of here. Yeah. So I can watch my Bill Hader. Oh my um, god. I love Bill Hader. Yeah, me too. He's like mad tall. New York's hottest club is... Kevin? <laughs> That's my favorite. That's my favorite. <laughs> my other favorite is... New York's hottest club is... Jelly Bowls. Really? <laughs> I can't even do it. It hurts to do it. Okay, question number four. The last person you texted that wasn't me and you can't look... My, I guess, now former roommate, Tyler. Aww. Yeah, because hey, Tyler. Tyler moved out, and um, we we sold her bed. Well, rather, she sold her bed literally to a couple named Boris and Natasha. <laughs> like, I was like, Boris and I was Natasha. Like, either these are my new best friends, or I am getting murdered today. Canon. Um, canon, canon, if only. Right? See, canon, I feel like, is more... Like, if you listen back to the episode we did with Branson Reese, he was like, that's canon now. Yeah. That's what I think of in our business as facts. When people say, that's canon. See, but, like, I've never heard that until Branson. Really? Yeah, and, like... Oh, see, I feel like it's a thing where, like, if if you're, like, spitballing about fan fiction or the way a story could have gone, and then maybe. people say, ah, oh, canon! But I feel like that's, like, kind of how you were saying, like, my vernacular is, like, very specific, specific to, to New York. business, yeah. I would say, like, that's very very specific to, like, the writers and, like, the comedy people, like, in our business. <laughs> we're comedy people now? I get, maybe we are. So funny. <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, okay, great. So you were texting Tyler. I was texting Tyler just to be like, yeah, they got they got the bed. Everything's Bor- good. Boris and Tasha came from the bed. Boris and Tasha have the bed. Perfect. Yeah. And finally, one person, living or dead, that you want to wish well. I'm going to wish well actress Reese Witherspoon. <gasps> She's the best. Because I love her. Oh, God, her Snap stories are I, the I, best. I, I don't follow her on Snapchat. You need to. I need to. But she like, do- She's so cute. She's like, she's like, honestly, like... If I have, like, weird, like, visions of who my wife might be in the future, it's because I saw Legally Blonde at, like, age 12. I don't think that's a weird vision at all. And, like, and I was like, Elle Woods, 
I'm into it. Is she on your celebrity sex list? Yes. Mm. Like, now that you say it, absolutely. Because Chris, Chris she, Pine. Chris Pine is my celebrity sex list. <laughs> <laughs> like, and like, Reese Witherspoon has not aged. No, not at all. Like, she did an entire uh, an entire photo series of her wearing all of Elle Woods costumes, and she's actually like smaller than those costumes now. It's insane. I know she's the best. I love her. She's so dreamy. Yeah. But when I dress, dress up as a frigid bitch, I try not I to look, look so, so constipated. constipated. All right. On that note. On that note. Ian, where can people find you on social media? You can find me at ibroski on Twitter and Instagram, and at brodsky and on Facebook. What about you, Claire? I'm ClaireManship.com, Facebook.com slash JuliaClaireManship, and at Womanship on Twitter and Snapchat. You can find the show at This Week's Thing on pretty much every social media platform. Um, ThisWeeksThing.com, ThisWeeksThing at gmail.com, hashtag ThisWeeksThing. And uh, like, rate, comment, subscribe, as we always suggest to do. Please, please. Please. The ratings are very helpful. Even though we've been doing this a while... If you haven't left word, we really would appreciate yeah. it. Yeah. Particularly in iTunes. Exactly. That's really the one that matters. Yeah. So if you don't have an iPhone, that kind of sucks. That's, well, yeah. Yeah, bummer. Um, and special shout out to our fans. No, yes. <laughs> to my family that's listening. Thanks, yeah. guys. Thanks, guys. Okay. I'm Claire Manship. And I'm Ian Brodsky. And, and that, that was, was the, the thing, thing that happened, happened this week. week. Bye, y'all. Good night. Happy November. Happy November. Weird. Weird.